Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oi, the boys on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes tales are quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. It's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. With Danny, Jimmy, Greg, Donna, Jimmy, JC. On days like today, it doesn't matter about traffic. Traffic can be awful. It's fine. We've been entertained. We've had the best World Cup. <laughs> maybe the best match ever. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just recency bias. I'm, I'm reading a lot and hearing a lot of people saying that we, we experienced the best match in any sport ever in the history of the universe today. It was pretty good. Take that much. Argentina champions. Messi gets the gold finally. It's footy prime. Shams. Jimmy's here and Craig and Wonga. All right, Jimmy. Yep. Was it the greatest match you've ever seen? The greatest final? Where would you put this match? It was the greatest final I think I've ever watched in my life. I don't think. I know. It was the greatest final I've ever watched in my life. It was absolutely amazing. Had it all, right? All those narratives entering this match. You know, I mean, obviously the Messi Mbappe one was something. Um, France with the flu. I mean, I, I don't know. It's such a weird one, right? Sometimes an okay match becomes a great epic match in the course of like 15 minutes. And Craig, I kind of get that. That's what this one was because for, for 80 minutes, France were really bad and Argentina were, were really quite good. And then of course, Mbappe gets the one goal and you think, "Uh Oh, here we go. And then all the chaos happens. Right. But that's, that still to me makes a great match. Doesn't it? Well, just the fact, I mean, I agree. I think everybody was in the same mind that it was nearly time to go for a walk. The game was over. And then didn't see any of that possibility really happening. It just did not seem capable. They hadn't conceded a shot on net yet, Argentina. But, boy, did that ever change the tie, didn't it? You know what? It's funny funny because we always say it, and I I was watching it with a a group of people this morning, um, and – you know, halftime, everybody's, ah, oh, game's over, game's over. And I was like, no, it's it's not. 2-0 is the worst scoreline in the world. 
it is the worst because if, once you get one, all of a sudden now you're on the back foot and they're on the front foot and things happen. You, we've seen it numerous times, especially in this tournament as well. And then sure enough, France scores and then bang, what within within 10 minutes again, they score again and it's 2-2. And it is, it's a terrible scoreline. Um, but, you know, just imagine scoring three goals in a World Cup final and not winning. <laughs> and then also, what do you got to do? You get Jimmy, also, when you get that, when you get that trophy at the end for the gold boot, it's yeah. that chintzy. Did you see the the foot kind of fell off, and he looked at it and goes, "What? Who who made this trophy?" <laughs> you got to feel for Mbappe at the end there, right? Yeah. When you get him oh, this yeah. trophy, and he, he oh, just horrible. had no interest in it at all. No. Martinez, on the other hand. <laughs> on the other hand, for sure. He was great. I love that. He'll be yeah. criticized for that, but I loved it. I mean, who wouldn't want to do that to a, to a golden glove? In Qatar, right? specifically. In Qatar, specifically. Yeah. Is, yeah it illegal but... to, is it illegal to have sex with gloves in Qatar? In public. Oh, in public. Okay. But behind public, doors is that fine. part of the, the law? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it really was nuts. I mean, I'll tell you what, this is Marshall, Deschamps knew it, right? I mean, I give him so much credit to, to take off Giroud and Dembele in the first half, man. The first half sub, right? You don't see that very often, do you? So, no, so he, he, he knew that something had to change. But it seemed to me, though, Craig, that it was the minute that Argentina went to that back five and they began just sitting back and giving France the ball is when the whole shift happened. It did. Uh, and I think that they were just so confident defending that they, you know, at that point, again, not given up even an effort at goal to 70 minutes. They must have felt pretty confident that they were just going to see this one out. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I think when you, you know, when you, uh, when you look at Argentina, they, they would just had so much control. They were so dominant and, and then mind you, like as as a player, as a player, to get subbed in the first half, five minutes, by the way, before halftime, getting subbed, I don't think there could be anything worse, anything worse happening. And then if you're Argentina, you're looking across to the other bench and you're kind of giggling to yourself going, they're making changes right now because we've got them. We've got them big time, especially before halftime, they're making changes. It means they're on the back, they're on the back, they're on the ropes. I must say, it, they, they looked almost too loose, didn't they? Because they were smiling and laughing yeah. and almost as if this is just a, a little kick around with your mates. It seemed, I thought, watch out, boys. These are the world champions. And whether they have flu going through that team or not, I don't know. You know, obviously some players were affected. Um, but they were able to hit that switch and turn it on, on a moment of brilliance. And we've been talking about moments this entire World Cup, and it's been that kind of World Cup, right? And again, we saw it today with Mbappe just moments of, of brilliance and cutting inside, being brought down, scoring that goal in the volley, and then having the composure to hit not two, but three penalties all in all. I mean, I, you have to feel sorry for the guy, but my God, the game is in a pretty good position when he's flying the flag, I think, for the sport moving forward. Wow, what a player, huh? Yeah. Yeah. What a player. And then when, you know, when Messi scores that an extra time, you're like, all right, now it's done, you think. <laughs> <laughs> you know it was oh. crazy honestly I, I just i don't think you, nobody could believe what they were watching no just and some of the saves jimmy were just oh. insane right any martina save late i thought yeah. france had it in the end with that save 
Yeah, and even Loris, you know, on the goal that Messi scored, that was fucking unbelievable reaction save. Crazy. Drop right to him, and then, yeah, Martinez with a big save at the other end who, you know, hasn't been that uh, as far as shots on goal. They conceded most of them, you know. But that was a... That was a great save. But yes, it's, I mean, I, I didn't have a horse in the race like you guys. I mean, I wanted Messi to win it. I wanted them to, but quite frankly, had France won, I'd be fine with that, right? But I was so tense and so nervous, you know, in, in the dying minutes of that match. Like, I was like, what is happening? I shouldn't, this is how I should feel for England. And, and I didn't really care who won, right? It was just yeah. that. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, other, I've seen a lot of people saying, only soccer can deliver this. Well, listen, other sports can deliver their own memories too, right? Iconic. So let's not compare sports here, but it, the fact that it is a World Cup and, and that stage and what it means to the world and that country and what it meant with Messi, you just kind of elevated it to, for me, just a little bit higher than other things I've seen, you know? Mm-hmm. It meant so much to him and to the country and to, I think to the game as a whole. I think you're right. And I think from that standpoint, I'm kind of pleased for them. Um, but you're, I wasn't, you know, no skin in the game either, really. Just wanted to see a great game, and we did see that. But it is nice for Messi. I think, I mean, overall, he's been a, a really good professional. He's He doesn't get involved in much shit. And other than taxes once in a while, he's pretty clean. <laughs> Although he, he wore a black shroud to get the trophy. Do you see oh, that? Oh, that I was mean, horrible. I just, yeah. I know. I mean, Katala, that's bed, that's bedroom fun. outfit, wasn't it? Yeah, they said what? It's a bedroom outfit. <laughs> a see-through negligee. I, thought it was I think it's very symbolic of their culture, Jimmy. Eyes. Very symbolic of their culture, I think. So you better be careful what you say there. But to me, it was like that one last little finger to the world by Qatar saying, fuck you. This is our World Cup. You know, we, mm-hmm. We'll do what we want. So now that iconic image of the great Leo Messi hoisting the trophy and he's got this I forget what it's, it's called. I just read what it's called, but then I forget. He is getting paid by the Qataris. You know, true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So. And seeing Infantino as well parading out there, he, like, he wouldn't let go of these players. Like, just let them go. It's not about you now. But Jesus yeah. Christ, he makes it about himself, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we know you can hug all these players, but please let go of Leo. He wants to raise the trophy now. Yeah. Wonga, you know, Wonga, you're, you're, you're relatively new to the sport. How long what, what, two and a half years, three years yeah. in yeah. now? It's kind I mean, of I'd, watch, I'd watch a, a, a World Cup match if I thought I, I had a team that mm-hmm. matched my uh, genetic ancestry. That's but, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> That's everyone, yeah, I was going to say. Go soccer! <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you, but you've watched every other sport, you know, you understand mm-hmm. sport. Like, how did you digest this match? So I was much like you semi especially i was reading not only you know carrie carrie was out on the on the left coast talking about Giroud getting taken taken out saying they're giving up can't watch this anymore and just to see mbappe again i know we've talked about him ad nauseum on this podcast but he really did hoist i mean that guy can just raise a team's level by his you know, not just his skill, but hey, we're we're not going to lose this way. And he was incredible, and he almost did it. He almost won it by himself two other times, where he like dribbled in and put one a little high, that kind of stuff. I thought it was one of the greatest championship finals of all time. He, you know, uh, and the fact so that cool. I know that all these other people are watching it 
that actually adds to it, right? Because Craig and I are big NCAA basketball fans for the tournament of the March Madness. And there are amazing games, but they're all, it's, it's local. It's a state team. It's a, you know, it's in the United States. Knowing that everybody is watching this at the same time, that is incredible to me. Yeah. Can you imagine being the players too? Because they, they're obviously aware that the whole planet stops once every four years. The whole planet stopped. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, couldn't imagine the pressure that those guys were under taking those penalties. I know Messi and, and like the whole like, exactly yeah. what exactly what you're saying. Like the whole world is stopped, glued to the TV at that specific moment. The whole country's on your shoulders. Yeah. And, and you Messi to take a penalty for Messi I, yeah, to pass in. Yeah, is that like a cheek? Was that cheeky or what? The I was when just passed it in. Oh, yeah. oh my god! Could you keep? Could you kicked it any softer? Like <laughs> I was did, like, no. He wanted so, to just cross the line. We've yeah. talked about this before, Craig. <laughs> is had the keepers stayed in the middle, just stayed in the middle, three of those balls could have been stopped. Yeah, that's what's incredible to me. Yeah, but I think they read the eyes though, right? That's what he's like. Messi, you knew where. He he fooled him, even though in the in the end he guessed right, but he kind of he went he was going the other way. Yeah, which is why yeah. he couldn't yeah. get it right. You know, some guy the best guys are clever in a way that they do wait, and they they literally make that decision last second as the goalkeeper makes a move. But it's 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 risky because if you're dancing around on the line, you don't really really know. If you go the yeah. right way, you're going to put your cap on it. Apparently, Messi studies the goalkeepers and watches their movements and their habits that they have. And that's why was it in the semis where he absolutely smashed it in the top corner because he knew that goalkeeper waited and waited and delayed. Uh, and so the other ones that he's taken where he just passes it in because he knows the habits of the keeper that they kind of guess and they, they go a little early. He says he's going to share, though. <clears throat> he's, he's missed his fair share of penalties. Oh, no, he has. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, he, he scored in every single knockout round, mm-hmm. right? You know, we, we talk about Pele's World Cup in, was that 58? Pele's World Cup? I think it was 58. Yeah. Uh, Maradona's in 86. This is, I think this is Messi's World Cup, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, when we look back on this World Cup, we'll think of a guy that just sw- turned back the clock, threw his team in his shoulders and, and willed them to win. I mean, I, I can't remember a better performance at a World Cup. I, I mean, uh, Maradona 86 was, I was just, I was, I was a bit young to understand it. I kind of knew what was going on, right? But certainly in recent years, no one's come close to dominating a World Cup like he has. No, that that I, Saudi Arabia loss seems like a long time ago, doesn't it? Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, he's going to be sitting at home now or back in his hotel, having a beer with his buddies and just thinking, going, I've won everything there is possible in this game. I've won it all. MLS Cup? Mm? No, <laughs> no, he's man. won it all. <laughs> well he's going to come back right he says that he's not going to quit argentina just yet he's going to enjoy being world champions for a bit now what does that mean i don't know copa america's yeah. in two years time I, I, if canada does end up going to copa i would really like to see leo messi at, at copa america and who well, knows you might see him maybe copa coming from seattle yeah maybe yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe by then he'll be uh, an MLS player anyway, into Miami. I don't know. It's just, yeah, I mean, I, I think the old cliche is that football won and football won today, right? It was just 
brilliant. I don't care who you are. You have to enjoy that match. I, I was in a, uh, an event, and it's funny, actually. You know, there were, there, there were a few Argentina fans there, a lot of French fans, a whole shitload of Messi fans. They weren't wearing Argentina Messi shirts. They were wearing Barcelona Messi shirts. Mm. He has transcended the sport like very few can do, right? When people start rooting for him over a country, I know people who have their affiliations with certain countries and they support them, but with Messi and Argentina, they became an Argentina fan because of him for this tournament. They want to see him win that. Not sure I agree with that personally, um, but it just shows how he is bigger. I think he was bigger than the World Cup this time out. Pretty close. Mm. It would have been Ronaldo too. I mean, if he got there, it would have been the same thing. Yeah, probably. Right? We got a few superstars in this tournament. Some rising. Some well, I mean, who, who's, who's been bigger than other sports? Like, you know, Pele was bigger. Maradona. Michael Jordan. Gretzky was for hockey. Um, baseball. I don't know. Has there been anyone bigger than baseball? Wade Boggs. <laughs> <laughs> Wade Just because of the tash? <laughs> Babe Ruth, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Buckner. Uh, <laughs> well, Peter Drury did say, oh, he's transcended past Muhammad Ali. I forget who else he used. I'm not sure about that. No, I have to, I thought that was, it wasn't like, I really didn't, I didn't concern myself, but it was kind of like the one line that stuck out because he is such an amazing announcer. Like he's spectacular. He's, he's, he's yeah. the best. And the best. Uh, watching it. And when he said that, I was kind of like, uh, I don't know about that, but it didn't matter to me because it it felt like it didn't feel indulgent. It felt true to the moment. Well, maybe mm-hmm. now because he's put to rest the whole Ronaldo Messi argument, now we've got to like find a new one. That Muhammad Ali, yeah, <laughs> it was bigger, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, we Muhammad, Ali, Muhammad Ali did, did so many things and made so many important things, statements outside yeah. of the game um, that would you don't really see these days. You don't see athletes make a stance like Muhammad Ali did that actually cost him two or three, four years of his best best years mm-hmm. in his career. So yeah, yeah. There's no conscription for Messi mm-hmm. for a war, and and if there was, pretty sure he would have gone. Also, Sharms does have Muhammad Ali uh, on his wall, right behind his I do. right shoulder. So yeah. I don't, I, I don't think you were he, Peter Drury was going to change your mind. <laughs> no, <laughs> and if anyone could, it'd be Peter Drury. Can you imagine Messi in the trenches with you, though? Who fucking wouldn't, wouldn't get above the mud? Well, you never he's know. He could be a sharpshooter. Little guy, you know, running He's got quick feet. Yeah. Little guy. Let me ask you about that. So is there – does Messi have a game that can last longer? And I'm just going to compare him to Ronaldo because Ronaldo is a specimen. He, you know, has a 40-some-inch vertical. He runs like a deer – you know, he's amazing as an athlete. Um, but Messi could be, you know, arguably the best soccer player on the pitch if those two are there. Does he have a game that can last longer? Is it, you know, you say that you see this with basketball players all the time. You know, guys whose games can, are, can last a little longer because they keep changing it. LeBron, Michael Jordan's, you know, lasted a little longer than a lot of other guys. Yeah. Does Messi have a game that can last longer? Like it's it 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 has more depth to it. So 
less injury opportunity. Maybe Dan, except uh, I think he's already doing that. Mm. You know, when you're th- you're playing for a country like Argentina at 35 years of age and performing like that, that's that's pretty freaking amazing. Best player on his team, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but could you see Messi? Could you see Messi in 2026 on that team, not as the main offensive threat, but maybe sitting deeper in, maybe. in midfield? Could you, you know? What, is Sean, that possible? I, I think, uh, like, I always go back to to what you say. It's funny because I, I was talking to somebody about this similar. And I was I dreaming about this. At, it, I was dreaming about you, Sharms, at night, talking to me about this. Yeah, <laughs> I have a couple of times. And what was I wearing? Around Christmas time. Right? Like the, I just see you all painted in green as a Grinch. <laughs> but no, I'll, I'll go back to what Sharms said. And Sharms, uh, you know, he, he mentioned this earlier on about, um, about Messi, how he walks an awful lot in games, doesn't he? But for me, it's, it's he's clever because he conserves energy. He conserves mm-hmm. energy, and he's always in the right place at the right time. He just reads the game. He's he's not always explosive. He's not running all over the pitch, but he's just very clever and smart with his awareness. And so I can see him still going on for the next number of years. I, I think you know if Mbappe's pace goes, does Mbappe have that? Mm. skill where he's going to play till he's 35 36 because no he relies I, don't on think, his, I don't think he does jimmy no he relies on his pace yeah where i think with messi is so clever and so smart that he just he roams into these great little areas where he knows he can take advantage of so i think then to what you're saying i think messi can play for next number of years because he's just so clever with his mm. movement mm-hmm and you could argue right now he's the best player in world football. Again, you could yeah. say that at least for the last uh, month or so he has been. So three and a half years from now, there is going to be a decline. But at what rate would that decline be? Could he still be a really effective player? Maybe not the best. Because I'll tell you what, like you kind of alluded to, it's got to be a lot of fun being an Argentine international when you're the world champion too, mm-hmm. right? I mean, having lost today, he may have retired, right? So, you know what? I don't want this. But now when he goes for those home matches in Copa America or in in World Cup qualifying, my, that's going to be, he's going to be just deified by 70,000 people each game. What a different scenario for him because up until he won Copa last summer, you know, he had won an international career uh, tournament and the time was running out. I really honestly didn't see this coming. I just thought it was, you know, World Cups are hard to win, and yeah. getting to the final is amazing, and then winning is another. But I, just, I thought it, we were we would never see Messi win this, but now all of a sudden he's won the Copa and the World Cup and everything else, and now he yeah get the cigar out. Yeah. He left it late, didn't he? Eh? Yeah, he's a late bloomer. Yeah, Craig, especially after that first match against Saudi Arabia, I thought that's <laughs> it. They're done. Finished. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know a lot of you had Argentina go all the way. You guys were shitting your pants. I was oh, like, relax, yeah. relax. They've gone 36 without losing before. They they can do six in a row. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Overall, um, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about this more probably next uh, next podcast, more time. But, I mean, was it a great World Cup? Yeah. 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 The best. Yeah. yeah. Best for me. It was just, yeah, it had right. everything. It had everything this World yeah. Cup. And Fairly I think that... Attacking football seems to be uh, winning over. Uh, Kinda. We've, seen, we've seen oh so many World Cups that have just been defensive nightmares. Really poor Euros. Euro actually isn't 
as good as this World Cup. I don't remember the last yeah. Euro is quite defensive too. Most goals ever in a tournament, right? Is it? Set the record, yeah. yeah uh, okay. 170, I think 179 with the last two, making it 3-3. Wow, okay. Yeah. And I mean, especially as some teams were defensive. I mean, France and Argentina were defensive teams, right? But it's how they counted, I guess, which makes them actually exciting. Yeah, because... they're still really dangerous going forward. Yeah. Just because you defend doesn't mean you're you're not sort of in attacking mode. It's just a different way of setting up to attack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got pace like that up top. Not bad. How did, how did, sorry, this is, I know this isn't World Cup, but how does PSG lose? Why, why are they not running through the Great Champions question. League with those guys? Because they have three of those guys in the pitch at the same time. I'm not sure it works. Yeah, maybe. Three guys that want to walk around and do nothing apart from the ball at their feet. <laughs> and then the players you're That's playing fine. at in the, you know, the semis, quarters, usually of the Champions League, those defenders you've got, you're playing against top drawer defenders. Mm. Yeah. You know, World Cup, sometimes you're like, you could be, have a weak link somewhere, but you had no choice because you can't go out and buy somebody. You just have mm-hmm. somebody, you know, needs to qualify. So it's a, it's a different game altogether. Yeah, that's true. The biggest story emerging late in this tournament, I think, which I would say it transcends Messi, but it's pretty big, is is that our own Jimmy Brennan finished fifth in Dave DeCola's uh, pool and won $60. How much? 60 60 Nice. A wicked Christmas. Kids are going to love the present. <laughs> Happy daddy, mean, finally. Double bubble. <laughs> Double yeah. bubble. And some, and some tangerines of the soccer. Yeah. <laughs> I've already bought them. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and they're from Morocco. So you're cheering for Morocco. Who, uh, who, won, who won Dave's pool? If Jimmy finished uh, fifth. I, he know? hasn't sent an email yet. Out, okay. But there was, he was basically telling me in his last one that there's a bunch of kids who just like throw darts at the wall <laughs> and are beating everybody. I'd much rather a kid win it that way than, than someone who knows what they're talking about beating me, right. proving how little I know. That's, that's, that's a much better way. Well, we'll find out. We'll announce it on our next podcast. He won Dave Dakota's pool, but a, a great pool. Wong, you, you put here congratulations to Croatia and Morocco. Who watched the third place game? Anyone? Yeah. I didn't. You did? I did, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it was good. And it was good. Yeah, yeah it was good. Yeah, so Croatia are third place. It was good. Morocco will will be forever known as a semi finalist, not fourth place. Yeah, but the first African, the first African team to make it, you know, it's pretty historical. Yeah, it is. It is. And uh, Um, Croatia, third, second last time, third ninety eight. Been a country for what? Less than thirty years. Oh, and Modric isn't retiring either. So all these, you know, these narratives about the last World Cups. And it might be his last World Cup, but he's playing for the Nations League. So uh, anyway, we got to go because we got to run down to Sportsnet and do our head there. But we'll do a much longer pod in the next in the coming days. Um, don't forget, of course, that we have the Premier League kicking back into action on Boxing Day. So so Fubo TV, of course, have you covered there with all the action from every single game and get your money laid through Northstar Bets and footybets.ca. Um, 136 Premier League players were in the World Cup, so you're going to see lots of them. Well, yeah. it was a good one. It's done now. Caribou Cup. Woo! Yep. Great timing. <laughs> great timing. Can't wait for that one. All right, everyone. Hope you enjoyed that. We've been uh, having a great time coming to you almost daily, pretty much. Not quite daily, but pretty damn close. And now we're all yeah. a little bit tired. But... uh we will Thanks see you, and you'll hear from us very shortly. It's been Footy Prime. Keep buying newspapers, everyone, and cheers for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty. 
It's time to get this party started. Booty, booty. It's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty, booty. It's time to get this party started. It's the booty, booty. It's time to get this party started. With Danny, Jimmy, Greg, Donna, Jimmy, and JC. All we know and all we talk about is booty, booty. It's time to get this party started Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.